Chapter 14 of Asgard Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Julie Yu. Asgard Stories by Mary H. Foster and Mabel H. Cummings. Chapter 14 The Twilight of the Gods. Loki and Fenrir, the wolf, were safely bound, each to his separate cliff. But still, happiness and peace did not return to Asgard, for Balder was no longer there, and light and joy had gone from the home of the gods. The Aesir felt that the twilight of the gods, which Odin knew was to come, must be near. Soon began a long, cold winter. Surely it must be the beginning of the Fimble winter, which was to come before the last great battle. From the north came cold blasts of freezing wind. Snow and ice covered the earth. Men could not see the face of the sun or the moon. Everywhere there was darkness. The people grew fierce and unhappy and wicked, for they seemed no longer to love each other. So the evil deeds of men kept on, and the fierce frost giants grew stronger and stronger. They killed the trees and flowers and bound the lakes and rivers with icy bands. Even when summertime came, the cold still held on and no one could see the green grass or the beautiful golden sunlight. The frost giants were pleased to see the trouble they had brought upon men, and hoped they soon could destroy Asgard and the gods. Three long winters passed, with no light to warm and brighten the world. After that, still three other dreary winters, and then, the eagle who sat on top of the great world tree, Idrasil, gave a loud, shrill cry. At that, the earth shook, the rocks crumbled and fell, so that Loki and the wolf were freed from the chains. The waters of the deep ocean rose and rolled high over the land, and up above the waves, writhing out of the deep, came the monster, Midgard Serpent, to join in the last battle. Now, the enemies of the gods were gathering from all sides, the frost giants, the mountain giants, with Loki, Fenrir, and the Midgard Serpent. Heimdall, the faithful watchman, looked from his watchtower by the Rainbow Bridge and when he saw the host of monsters appearing and raging towards Asgard, he blew his magic horn, Jaila, which was the signal of warning to the gods. When Father Odin heard the blast of Heimdall's horn, he hastened to arm himself for the battle. Once again, it is said that the All-Father sought wisdom at Mimur's fountain, asking to know how best to lead the Asia against their enemies. But what Mimir said to him, no one ever knew. For a second call sounded from the Jaila horn, and the gods, 
with Odin at the head, rode forth from Asgard to meet their foes. Thor took his place beside Odin, but they were soon parted in the struggle. The thunder god fell upon his old enemy, the serpent. Home, twice before he had tried to slay, and after a fierce fight, he at last conquered and slew the monster. But the poisonous breath from the serpent's mouth overcame the mighty Thor, and he also fell. Heimdall and Loki came face to face, and each slew the other. Thus, every one of the gods battled with his foe, till at last the darkness grew deeper, and all, both gods and giants, lay dead. Then fire burst forth, raging from Yuga to Asgard, and all the worlds were destroyed in that dreadful day of Ragnarok. But this was not the end of all. After many months and years and even centuries had passed, a new world began to appear. With the fair ocean and the beautiful land, with a bright shining sun by day and the moon and stars by night. Then, once more, the light and heat from the sun made the grass and trees grow and the flowers bloom. Border and Horder came to this beautiful new world and walked and talked together. Thor's sons were there too, and with them, the Hemma, Myrna, no longer for use against giants, but for helping men build homes. Two people, a man and a woman, who were kept safe through the raging fire, now came to dwell on the earth, and all their children and grandchildren lived at peace with each other in this beautiful new world. Boda and Hoda talked often of the old days when the Asher dwelled in Asgard before Loki, the wicked one, brought darkness and trouble to them. With loving words they spoke of Odin and Frigga, the brave Tyr who gave his right hand to save the Asher, of mighty Thor and faithful Heimdall, of lovely fire and her beautiful necklace, and of fair Iduna's garden where they used to sit and eat her magic apples. But still, they said, we know now that this new world is fairer than the old, and here, also, the loving All-Father watches over his children. End of chapter 14 End of Asgard Stories by Mary H. Foster and Mabel H. Cummings